Meditation is the practice of <clears throat> melting away the ego. What we are melting away are the fixed thoughts that create patterns of suffering, repetitive patterns of behavior and emotional states that produce pain for ourselves and for others. And so as we melt it down, we free ourselves and the world from that pain. And the energy that was locked up in those painful patterns is liberated. We are not liberated, but the pain is liberated. Because we are not the ego. It's a mistake to think you are the ego. But the ego is a structure that has grown in the psyche, in the mind, that needs to be dissolved in order for there to be the full freedom of the potential of the ground of your being to emerge with all of its creativity and love and will. The ego is like a barrel <clears throat> rolling downhill. If you want to control that barrel, is it better to be inside it or outside it? Mm -hmm. If you're inside it, you can't control it very well and you're going to get hurt. <laughs> and that's why it's important not to identify with the ego. Because the ego is that barrel. It's out of control. So we have to step out of it by recognizing we're not that ego. It's just simply a pattern that was set in motion by karma. And even when you're outside of it, you probably can't control it all that well. But at least you won't get hurt. And you can channel it so that it doesn't hurt anyone else. Until that energy exhausts itself. And so the meditation process is getting out of the barrel. watching the mind the same way you'd watch the candle and seeing the ego like the wax melt away just by its contact with the light of your consciousness. And it all happens naturally. There's no struggle. And as the ego melts away, what melts away along with it are the sanskaras in the unconscious that produce suffering in the body as well as in the mind. And so great healing can occur simply through the act of silencing the mind and being in stillness. The waves of the ocean of consciousness affect the cells of the body and can produce great healing. Because the whole universe is consciousness. The universe is one consciousness, a single ocean of mind that is a single whole intelligence a vast intelligence. And the ego is cut off from that intelligence. And it's too busy with its own conflicts and narratives and melodramas 
to be able to access that intelligence. In fact, it keeps it out. It doesn't want to know. When you still the mind, suddenly that higher intelligence and that love of the vast ocean that is the universe and beyond the universe, the single, whole, vast, infinite mind that we all are part of, then becomes recognized as yourself. And all of the capacities and powers of that mind are then available for you to heal in whatever way healing is necessary. But the healing happens when the ego does not get in the way. The ego has to be dissolved for those energies to be able to flow. All the ego is is a wall of thoughts that prevent healing from happening. And so the more you want the healing, the more you're actually keeping it out by thinking that the healing is something separate from what you are. Because the healing is simply the mind of the infinite presence that you are flowing through the physical organism that isn't really physical at all. It's simply consciousness in an apparently frozen state. But just consciousness, because that is all there is. And that's why we are all connected, and that's why a single thought of blessing for anyone, or for the universe, or for everyone, instantly is communicated to everyone. It has an effect throughout the universe. Because there are no limits in time and space for thought. And, in the same way, any thought that is a curse, is angry, is hateful, is fearful, is also going to create waves in this ocean that will affect everyone else. And so here in the Sangha, we want to create a very pure energy field in which our thoughts are of love and support and blessing and the recognition that we are all part of this divine mind. We're all whole and there are no power struggles between us. There are no conflicts. Conflicts are illusions. And when that energy goes forth and echoes and reverberates and becomes part of the whole energy field, it creates that unity that then can transform the whole world. And then that is the new barrel that will be rolling down the mountain of God, creating a new yuga, creating a golden age, creating a world of love and peace. And so this Sangha's energy field will continue to grow and get stronger and stronger because others will be magnetically drawn to that energy because this will be an oasis in a world in which you don't find those positive, powerful thought fields very often. So let's make this oasis very strong and very beautiful and radiant and send the energy out to the world and invite everyone to partake. And even if they are not physically able to be here, that their energy is connected so they receive the blessings and pass them on further and transmit them in a grid of positive loving energy that can then envelop our planet and heal Gaia as well. That's part of our responsibility. And all of this happens just by being still and returning to your own foundation, to the sat, the ground of your being, which is already love and will and light and radiance and blessing. You don't have to make it that. It's not artificial. You don't have to fabricate some Buddha mind. That's what we are. Don't just, just don't get in the way 
of what you are. And let that energy, with all of its majestic power, flow through you without interfering with it. And that's what is called the death of the ego, nothing else. It's really simply the birth into the infinite self. There is no death because the ego never existed in the first place. So how can it die? It's only an illusion that dies. But that illusion is tenacious. The ego holds on to its I thoughts, especially the negative ones. I hate this and that. I want this and that. I demand this and that. It's very powerful in its will to get things and its will to hate things and destroy things. All of those lower chakras are very tenacious. And so the patterns that they create produce a whirlwind of negative energy then that affects everyone in a negative way and then that karma comes back to you. And you get hurt and then you hate even more for being hurt by what were actually your own energy coming back to you. And no one recognizes that, that you're producing your own wind that produces the whirlwind that comes back upon you. So rather than reaping the whirlwind of negative karma, let's reap the blessings of love and joy. And we do that simply through stilling the ego mind, calming the waves of the ocean of consciousness, and allowing its own inherent blessing nature, love nature, beauty nature, divine nature of purity to emerge and radiate out from us and we will discover that that infinite beauty is already in our hearts. And whatever thoughts you had of not being worthy or good enough or whatever, they were just illusions. And they will dissolve and melt away in the meditation when you silence that mind that insists on that negativity about itself. And it insists on that because it's terrified of dying into the light like the wax melting through the presence of the light. Because the ego is based on fear. Fear of life, fear of death, fear of God, fear of love. That's all the ego is, is fear. When that fear melts away, what remains is love. That's who you are, who you were, who you always shall be. So let's melt together.